My psychic senses are telling me that you are spiritually curious. I'm just kidding. If you found your way here, most likely <laughs> you are interested or curious about energy, the secrets of the universe, the magic of the unseen. There is a lot of conflicting information out there about how to tune into energy beings properly, how to build your intuition, how to cleanse things, yada, yada, yada. I know how overwhelming it can be, so I created a one-stop shop for all of your spiritually curious, psychic expansive self-care needs where you can build your own spiritual practice with guidance, tools, and a safe place to explore your curiosities and connect to your intuition. There's a ton of crash courses covering topics ranging from meeting your spirit guides to trans-channeling to manifesting. You get distance Reiki healings for a wide range of needs, such as moving through discomfort or support stepping into a new chapter or even help calling in creativity. Subscribers get 15% off all full-price services, a monthly group Zoom hangout where the weird is our normal. There are exclusive channeling videos, expansive conversations, guided meditations, movement meditations, weekly reflections, intuitive practices, this podcast, ad-free and as a video, and so much more. New content is uploaded every week, so there's constantly new stuff for you to learn from, digest, and various practices to keep you grounded in your body. And all of this, might I add is only $7 per month. So if you're ready to align to your best self and show up as your inner being, a priceless investment in yourself, you can head over to channelwithamber.com slash subscribe to give it a peek. I'll see you over there. Hello, my friends. Welcome back to Diary of a Psychic Medium with me, Amber Amrine. Today we are going to have a conversation about two really powerful practices I do to tune into energy to keep myself expanding. Here we go. Okay, so this episode came about because I was trying to figure out what I wanted to talk about next. There, there are some things that I want to discuss, but are going to take a little bit more time for me to put together. And the other night I went, my boyfriend and I were just going out on an excursion and I looked at the sky and I was like, oh my gosh, the sunset looks amazing. <laughs> And he was like, are you on mushrooms or something? Just the way that I had expressed it was very like, oh my God. But it's like, at this point, he knows that I feel things very deeply. So even a beautiful sunset, I, I have an, like an emotional response. I feel it in my body. My body is overwhelmed with tingles. Like I just experience everything very deeply and very wholly. If I look at a chair, like the curvature of the shape is just, ah, I really love art because it's a very like physical, emotional, visceral experience that I have. Um, and I was kind of trying to think about where that came about. And I realized that there are two things that I do to help cultivate that. And the reason that that is important is because I'm so tuned in and engaged with and like in collaboration with my environment that like my insides are filled with color 
and it allows me to then connect to these more subtle energies that perhaps other people would overlook because I'm so curious and engaged with where I am with life, you know, which has been incredibly important in my spiritual progression over the years since I was a teenager. So, yeah, so I want to talk about it. Um, Okay, so naturally, some people are more sensitive than others. Um, Growing up, I was very sensitive, both energetically as well as just emotionally. Um, I can take things very hard, and that's kind of part of the journey of being an empath, you know, I just feel things very deeply. So I do want to say that, and this kind of goes with any venture into spirituality, as you begin opening up more, things may feel a lot more intense. So boundaries are very important. Keep in mind, you are always in control of the emotions that come in. I don't feel lows as badly as I used to because with any kind of roadblock I see the challenge I see the possibilities for growth I see the possibilities for expansion which makes me very excited so I do have this really like glowing bright uh thing staring me always but I just want to say this because As you start opening into your intuition, naturally, as above, so below, things that are weighing heavily on you, you are going to have to address. You are going to have to address them because you can't operate from a pure, like, open place when there are all these things telling you why you should be closed off. So I'm not really sure where I'm getting at, but I just want to... I don't know, just share that, you know, it is a journey. I have a lot of content about how to put up boundaries and how to, um, how I've kind of gotten through changing my mentality coming from trauma, you know, and being in a survival state for most of my life to then like, no, let's actually flourish, let's thrive, you know, so there's been a big shift of operating that I've had to do. Um, which has now allowed me to really live harmoniously with the light and love that is around us always. Um, And it's allowed me to kind of neutralize any weight within myself and around myself. But again, as above, so below, it's the same thing. Uh, Yeah, so just, I just would say, you know, I don't know what I'm saying, but just be very mindful of your self-care and your boundaries when diving into spirituality And these little tools will definitely help with that process. Okay, so the first thing is both of these kind of have to do with imagination, but it's utilizing imagination in a much deeper way. I did a crash course on my subscription about using uh, imagination to help with spiritual expansion. And the reason that it's so powerful is because it allows you to surrender to the energy around you. Intention is the most important thing for manifesting, for creating, for doing whatever, for literally anything. Intention is the steering post. It is what is telling you 
it's what's taking you where you're going. Like that is your compass. It is so important. I said this in my subscription video as well. So if my friends that are from there, this may be a reiteration, but my grandma's house, there is um, a back door that opens into the kitchen. To the right is a bathroom, which is then connected to a guest bedroom. When I was a kid, I've talked about my grandma's house many times, so you guys know the stories, but I was using the restroom and in my head I was like playing a game where I was like, oh, what if I was like Goldilocks and the three bears are coming home? I was sitting, um, I was going pee <laughs> and I was like pretending to hide because one of the bears was going to like come into the room or something like that. Or was I playing hide and seek? I'm not sure what it was. It was something like that. But I was going pee and in my head I imagined something stepping into the bathroom. So I reacted as such and the door literally opened and then the other door opened into the um, guest bedroom. So I was playing with my environment not really noticing or knowing that anybody was engaging with me and so my this intention of like oh somebody's coming in right now the door literally opened as if somebody literally walked in so when you are tuned into your imagination it allows you to pick up on suggestions in your environment and it allows you to surrender to them it allows you to embrace them and be part of them so you can better tune into things with a lot more ease without overthinking overthinking that ego is very problematic and let me rephrase that the ego is very important but letting it dictate dialogue is the problem especially when tuning into spirituality it's going to tell you that you're wrong to question yourself you know what i'm saying it's a very valuable tool but you have to learn when to use it and when you are tuning into energy that is not the time to, to use it you gotta quiet that thing um but just with any kind of manifestation surrendering to the possibilities and engaging with your environment as if something were to happen like you're playing a part like you are um literally playing pretend with your environment and these invisible guys around you. When you play pretend, when you use your imagination in that way, you are setting an intention and you are literally engaging with those beings in that way. Literally. Like, that is one of the biggest, most powerful manifestation practices. In order for us to feel like something is possible, we need to experience it and know that it's possible in our bodies and then it comes, you know, and the more that you feel it and know it and surrender to it, the faster it will come. So, uh, yesterday I was thinking about gum, how there's like gum on the sidewalk, you know, that's like really stamped in from people walking over it for years and it's all like black and just these little dots. And I was thinking about ancient civilizations and I was like, if we became like extinct or whatever specifically like the united like los angeles if los angeles went under and hundreds of thousands of years later those humans came to la and like uncovered this city you know let's say it's it's like any kind of ancient civilization like if you're digging and then all of a sudden it's like oh my gosh there are buildings so if that were to happen 
and they saw all of these like things of gum on the floor what would they think that would mean and I started thinking about it this my, I was just kind of letting my brain go I wasn't really logically thinking about it it was more of just like being silly and just trying to come up with silly things and just following whatever flow my brain was connecting to and I was like oh what if they thought that we have like some sort of religious ritual where we like throw these things on the floor or what if they think we um like use it to fill holes in the ground I don't know stupid things you know what I'm saying but while I was letting myself kind of play with it and make myself laugh and just be kind of silly and come up with some like weird absurd way that we may be perceived as using gum I started connecting to different realms that use certain items in the way that I was tuning into. So it's almost like rather than me just using my logical mind to like make sense of things, I was literally tuning into the universal consciousness mind and picking little bits of experience from different collectives in different areas of the universe to kind of gain inspiration into this like weird little story that I'm telling myself. And I realized that I do that often and practicing that is very, very important in my ability to connect to anything anywhere because I'm at a point now where I'm able to just totally surrender and just let whatever story to kind of unfold before me. If for many of you that have had readings with me, there are many times where I might get some sort of message that doesn't make sense and I'll literally say, I have no idea what this means, but I'm just going to start talking about it and then it'll start clearing up as we go. And it can be something very absurd, like there's a man made out of bubbles and the soap is kind of starting to... Um, slide out beneath him and he's rolling downstairs and then it flows into this like bed of flowers you know it's like what is that supposed to mean so by talking about it and just going with it and not stopping myself because I'm like in my logical mind of like this isn't right what comes next let me tell a story rather than using my head there's almost this deep surrender to this world to this specific energy pocket that I'm trying to express it's essentially like automatic writing. It's literally just channeling. I just allow myself to keep going, to keep allowing the thoughts to flow and things to pop in no matter how absurd they are. And once I get to the end of the story or once I kind of get out all of the symbols or images that I saw, then I can start finding the symbolism. Then I can start using my mind and my heart to then, you know, make those connections and whatnot. But the first step is that sense of surrender and just let flow. So playing with yourself in a sexual way, just kidding, playing with yourself and allowing yourself to explore stories, to explore possibilities, to be like, if I'm an alien coming in and I saw a pair of sunglasses on the counter, like, what would I think those are? How would I even engage with them you know it's like get, allowing yourself the opportunity to come out of your body embody something else 
kind of get to know the thought process of a different type of being adds to your dictionary, which then allows you to be more familiar to types of beings that operate that way. It begins to take you outside of this is me, this is my bubble, and into the state of we are all here in the universe as consciousness. And when you are able to tune into that more broad, expanding state of operating, you are able to tune into different things with a lot more ease because naturally there's a lot more trust because it's kind of like I see that we're the same thing. So you can slide into things that are you easier than like literally if if you think about yourself and like, okay, old me a year ago, it's easier for me to slip into those patterns and that way of being from me a year ago versus my neighbor. You know what I'm saying? Because I don't know how my neighbor operates. It's a lot more foreign. It doesn't make sense. I start overthinking. I don't know how I slip into that. It doesn't make sense. If I view my neighbor as myself and see the qualities like, oh, I see that kind of represents these parts of me and this new thing or whatever, then you can kind of adopt those, uh, I don't know, traits a little bit easier. But being able to surrender allows you to then be more malleable and tune into more things. There's a lot more tools available for you. One strength of mine is my ability to completely surrender and change. Um, I'm obsessed with growth. I spoke about this recently. I don't know if it was on the podcast or I think it was with Joanna. I'm not sure, but I'm obsessed with growth. I just constantly, like, if there's something kind of weird or something that needs to release, like, I'm just going to do it. Like, I don't care. Let's just go, you know? And that comes from this ability of mine to tune into the collective as a whole. It releases attachment to the physical, which releases a lot of anxiety and stress and need to follow certain patterns because I'm embracing the collective as a whole. There are other patterns available, and if I can see that played out in other people or other characters or other situations, then I can almost like use that seed that resides in that to come into my being, which then will take out the little seed that doesn't resonate with me and I can throw it back into the collective. Because I'm so open, it's like I'm able to kind of mix and match without fear or anxiety because it is all us we are all here together like it's just a big we're in a big bag of different tools it's like lego bits you know i don't care what color this lego is but if mine is purple and yours is blue and this purple one i just need like a change you know we can trade and it's fine it doesn't matter there's no win or losing like it's an equal trade because that other lego person is still me you know what i'm saying okay So the other thing that I do to help with this is write. It's not necessarily automatic writing and it's not necessarily like poetry. (laughs) It's like a weird collaborative thing. So when I was a kid, I used to enjoy writing books a lot. Uh, My dad like to write poetry so then I kind of would start to write poetry but all in all I just liked having a log of stuff and what I would do is I have a little journal still actually um from my childhood 
where I would just go outside and I would pretend I was a detective and I would look around and if there was anything peculiar, I would write about it, guessing, like trying to come up with, oh, I saw, actually, this is actually something that I do have logged. I saw a man behind a tree, like peek at me, which caused alarm. And then upon waiting and kind of looking around the tree, there was nobody there. So I would write instances such as that, trying to deduce why there would be an invisible person watching me to begin with or why they were revealing themselves. Again, yes, this is using my imagination, but if you're thinking about it, that's actually a very effective way of building your intuition and trying to understand how and why things are happening and trusting what you are receiving. Rather than me saying, I saw a man pop behind the tree, but there's nobody there, so I'm wrong. No, I went with it. And it's like in um, improvisation, and this kind of goes with any even acting improv or comedy improv, whatever, when you're improv, uh, improvising with somebody and they put out a suggestion, if they're like, wow, did you see that airplane in the sky? You don't just say, that's not an airplane. Look at that ant over there. You don't cut off what they're suggesting. You continue building upon it and going with it. That's how you build a flow when you are engaging with somebody. And the same goes with dance improv. If somebody goes to like lift your arm, you don't just like resist and use the other arm instead. No, you work in collaboration with them. So the same kind of thing going outside. And this is why I love having my adventure days is it allows me to tune into that, which is when I realized that I do this and I've been doing this since I was a child. Going outside, looking at little things, engaging with things, remaining curious and making up stories allows the energy to continue flowing. It allows you to kind of channel to specific areas. Sure, some things may not be right. I remember when I was a kid, there was a bunch of um, adults that were crossing the street and they were crossing the street very slow and it was very clear that they had some sort of disability. But in my head, I was like, okay, well, let me try to come up with a different reason perhaps they're going slow what if they're spying on me or you know what I'm saying like just to kind of engage more with a fun little story something different than what is real so obviously some things will be a little bit more nonsense but giving yourself the opportunity to explore other possibilities is very important that's how you change perspectives on things that's how you are able to shift out of a hole that is how you are able to continue moving forward, you know, in a positive way. So I would do that. And then I would also just start writing nonsense. It's very reminiscent, actually, to what um, Lewis Carroll, the author of Alice in Wonderland, he has a lot of like little riddles or little stories. And a lot of times it's just nonsense. Even Alice in Wonderland, there's a lot of nonsense going on. That kind of thing is something that I would partake in a lot when I was growing up. And when I had my adventure day last Sunday, it felt like writing and I wasn't sure what I wanted to write. I just wrote whatever came to mind. <laughs> okay, I'm going to read some of this. It's really weird. So I, I literally was like, I'm just going to write whatever comes to mind. A lot of times I get songs stuck in my head, so I started writing the song or the poem, whatever, that was in my head, which is, 
One, two, buckle my shoe. Three, four, shut the door. Five, six, pick up sticks. Seven, eight, lay them straight. Nine, ten. I couldn't remember if it was a big fat hen or home again because I've heard both. So I wrote a big fat hen slash home again, which then brought in a song, um, which is, who sings it? It's a country song. I like it. I love it. I want some more of it. I try so hard. I can't rise above it. Whatever. So that song got stuck in my head, but I was feeling tired. So I changed the words to I'm sleepy. I'm tired. I want some more wired. I try so hard. I can't open wider. Don't know what it is about that little gal's loving, but I like it. I love it. I want some more of it. And then after I wrote that, I saw in my head. Because I was like, what is this even about? And in my head, I saw the words, it's it's woman things. So I wrote that down. (laughs) And so I started reflecting on it. And basically, the way that our guides can interact with us, or energy in general, will be in ways where like attracts like. That's why when you see something and you feel like it is a sign, it is all the time because that those thoughts are coming in. You are seeing something in that moment like like attracts like. There is this stream of exchange that is happening at once. If there is a song that's stuck in your head or that keeps coming up um, in specific times, that right there, like attracts like, there's some sort of exchange happening. Things are on the same wavelength for some reason. So in that moment, I was feeling tired. I had just had coffee, but it wasn't really doing anything. So I was trying to figure out what exactly, what the common wavelength is about my experience right now and this song, because it felt connected. And then I saw the thing that said, it's woman things. So then I was like, I literally wrote coffee, hormones, like what is this, what is this talking about? But in sitting with it and just being part of the collaboration, not telling myself no, again, same as if you're improvising with anything, if you're collaborating with anything, but just allowing myself to kind of play with the possibilities of things, not worrying if they're right or wrong, allowed me to open up into really beautiful, um, well, realizations, not necessarily with that, but sometimes messages aren't meant to give you a direct answer sometimes they're meant to just push you somewhere else I do feel like there is something there and I kind of started to unpack it I did receive one little message I'm in a position right now where um I have a lot of feelings for my boyfriend and I'm trying to understand them and the message was kind of coming just from a like physiological or I don't know there's a in terms of attachment when it comes to men and women or however you identify people depending on your hormonal makeup you know it's like going back to more ancient times you know it's like we are here to procreate to create new babies you know so we need to feel very attached to a person Um, And especially with like in today's society, you know, raising something, there needs to be a bond and that naturally comes with it many deep emotions and stuff like that. And it's, you know, for very instinctual animalistic reasons. Um, So it was kind of a message about that. There's also like 
the coffee. I don't know. There's kind of a mix of stuff, so I'm still not sure, but there's something there. Um, This pushed me into saying, I'm not sure. I want to go to the beach. And then I drew this picture, and I put this little poem down, and then that took me into this whole other thing where I started saying, I wonder what it'd be like to be free, says me. I haven't a clue, said B. And I drew a little B. And the way that I wrote it, here I'll show you for those watching the video. It's like all sideways and stuff. With a stark smile of mischief to be seen by me. That's more like it, I say to he. Then already you know the answer key, said B to me. Why, yes, of course. It's a breeze, said me to B. Not just any breeze, but one made by thee, said he of thee. (laughs) It's kind of like Dr. Seuss. So it's just random phrases that come into my mind, and I'm just kind of writing it however I want to write it. If I want to write sideways or upside down or use five letters at once just for one word, I just allow myself to be in collaboration with whatever comes and express it out. And as I was doing this, and I kept going for a while, I started cracking myself up because I was writing really funny things. And I felt the fairy energy very strong come and engage with me. And I felt like there was literally all these little beings kind of sitting around. And even though I'm just creating this in my head and writing it out it's like the joy and humor that was coming out of it was um very powerful you know and inviting a bunch of beings along to kind of join in the humor and joy of it all and it allowed me to feel very in tune with my environment very in home at home in my body I felt safe I felt secure and all of that is very important to allow you to connect to energy, to feel safe in your body, to feel in control, you know, to be kind of going with things, flowing with things, not shutting anything down, but allowing yourself to remain curious and just kind of being on the ride, engaging with it. If you feel like you want to draw something in a squiggly way, then you do it. It's like a very hands-on way to surrender or collaborate with the energy coming through and playing with how it wants to be expressed, what feels good, what doesn't feel good. And even something as like writing in cursive versus writing regular or something, you know, it's like that is even symbolic in the way that we explain messages. When I channel, sometimes I get into this flow where it's almost like words just keep falling out and I don't want to stop talking and blah, 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 just kind of goes. Whereas other times, it feels like it needs to be more animated, like there's stuff coming out and I need to use my hands and we need to be more engaged and like, you know what I'm saying? And by practicing that on paper, it allows me to show up better as a psychic medium because I can feel, I have that dictionary established, you know, where I feel how things need to be said and when and where. So I highly recommend playing with those two things. Um, Even as you're going about your day, if you don't have necessarily paper handy, I feel like paper is so good because you can kind of visually see it and kind of start over if something's not feeling right. But I do really, I wouldn't 
suggest starting over or I would make that part of the process. You know, like if you feel like scribbling something out, then scribble it out. And then if you feel like drawing a picture over that, scribble in a different colored marker, like allow everything to be part of the journey. There's a a thing that I that had come up actually when I was doing it was a revelation I had for myself um, that has stuck with me a lot and I feel drawn to share it now. But it's basically release release the concept of change. Everything you are doing is part of the journey. You don't have to start fresh, start anew. I, again, because I'm very obsessed with growth and evolution, I have this habit of like, okay, let's start over. Let's get out of our habits and just redo it, you know, which is great. But by mentally thinking, I've already implemented so much into this change. Me just start, quote unquote, starting over is actually just the next phase of it, but it's still on the same path. And it makes it feel then like, I've been on this journey for a while, like the end is inevitable because I start noticing all the ways I've already like subconsciously aligned to growth or the outcome I'm looking to have. So the same thing with something like this, if things aren't, and I've done this many times, if things aren't feeling right, literally scribble it out and make that part of the art or make that like big scribble part of a giant letter B or something, you know, like let it all be part of the art of life and the way we experience being a human but yeah so I just wanted to have a little conversation about that just as my writing is very random and when I just feel like I need to get something out I just kind of go and do these weird poem things that's kind of what this episode felt like where I wasn't sure what I wanted to talk about but I needed to just kind of get this out so thanks for being with me on this journey um but yeah use your imagination explore with your environment write things out have fun you know that's all i love you friends thanks for being here i'll see you soon much for listening to Diary of a Psychic Medium with me, Amber Amrine. To learn more about me, my work, and such, you can visit channelwithamber.com or follow me on Instagram at channelwithamber. A special thank you to Unicorn Heads for my theme song, A Mystical Experience. See you next time.